0: Let's see if we can humble ourselves to the gambling gods and get some winners. Let's bring in Bobby Stanley Jr. Prop Holiday, our guy prop analyst for Pickwise, host of the Prop Show on the Believe Network. Bobby, good morning to you. Do you have a a story? Maybe, I don't know if you take Lyfts or Ubers. Could be a taxi where one time you just had a nightmare of a ride
2: i uh actually last week i was getting back from cleveland my flight got delayed i was supposed to uh be out the night before i ended up getting out the night of i landed in newark and some hippie picks me up this guy was just way oh, too happy no. to be to and he you know i put my headphones on i give him the nod thanks man let's go and then he drops me off in front of my house and he's like it's a really nice neighborhood i'm like dude i haven't slept in five hours like i'm not we're not doing this right now time to go yeah uh, but he was just way too upbeat for the for the mood I was in but good for him for enjoying his job.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I think that's the worst when you don't want to be mean but like sometimes you just don't want to talk. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that's a good spot for just like got... taking off your headphones and being like, oh sorry, I was listening to music or something like some kind of signal to be like, hey dude, not now, not the time, not the place but you know it's the time and place I... for it. it's time. For some prop bets did you want to say something yeah. else because i think it's time i was money. just gonna
2: lay into this guy he hit every stereotype i've ever seen he drove a prius he had the hair when i put my bag in his trunk i moved over his yoga mat none of this is oh a bit God. all of this happened um but other than that let's dive into some props for this weekend
1: Oh, you didn't even take my signal there. I literally said with a menacing look on my face, it's time to move on. You're like my three-year-old. You don't listen to me. Nobody (laughs) listens to me on the show. All right, so we'll listen to you on your props. So let's get to it. Some of your favorite prop plays of the week. Let's start with the Bills and Raiders game. Who are you targeting here?
2: (laughs) Let's take a look at James Cook. Uh, line opened up at 47 and a half. I think it's about 50 and a half right now on his rushing yards. Uh, Cook played 60% of the snaps in week one, 12 carries against what I feel is the best defense in the league. There was still some explosion there. He was able to cut to the edge. He was able to get upfield. Looked eerily similar to DeAndre Swift last night. Um, I think this is going to be the redemption game for Buffalo. It's their home opener. They're getting the Raiders. I think the spread's at, I want to guess, eight and a half right now. Let's get Mm -hmm. a blowout. Let's get Cook to that 14-carry range. And the Raiders gave up 4.3 yards per carry last week. Cook's career average, 5.5 yards per carry. Let's meet somewhere in the middle, around 4.5, 4.7. I do think he hits this pretty pretty easily, getting that 57-58 number. And I noticed last week Josh Allen hurt his wrist on his non-throwing hand. On a third, uh, a third quarter running for a first down would not be shocked if that limited some of his rush attempts this week against the Raiders. Uh, and if you're into some juicy odds, Cook's alt line on rushing 75 plus yards is plus 290. So rolling Ooh. with cook on the rushing yards this week.
0: I like that, particularly because I'm on the bills as well. So that pretends to maybe a big Buffalo win. we're talking to the prop holiday, man, Bobby Stanley jr. Prop analyst for Pickwise, also on X at prop holiday. Okay. Another prop that you like. And I believe you were on this guy last week. Am I right? Nico Collins from the Texans?
2: Uh, No, last week uh, I was big on Calvin Ridley and Tutu Atwell, but Nico okay. Collins is a guy you may, you may be hearing a lot more of this year. Collins over 45 and a half receiving yards. I think it's still 47 and a half. I like it at that line. 25% target share in week one against Baltimore. Plays a suspect Colts secondary. Now, I'm expecting Houston probably struggle running the ball because the front seven of Indy is actually pretty formidable. Um, and last week, Shroud through 44 pass attempts. First game, 44 pass attempts. They're confident he can let it fly. But let's bring that number down. Let's say he throws about 35, 36 pass attempts. At a 25% target share, we can project Collins at about seven or eight targets. 55% catch rate for his career we get him at four receptions 13.2 yards per catch for his career I'm projecting him in about 52 yards and again if you're like alt lines if you like juicy odds him to go 75 plus it's plus 260 he had 80 in the first week so I think Collins is the guy we're going to be talking about a little bit more as the season rolls on Houston's going to be playing from behind a lot I, I like Collins I like Stroud at least from a fantasy and a betting standpoint
1: Yeah, Target Chair is definitely the name of the game if you want to get those opportunities at least to hit those numbers. All right, so let's go to a big name here because we've talked about like some fringy guys, some guys that maybe people haven't heard of, but Jamar Chase, everyone and their mom knows who that is. What are we expecting from Jamar Chase this week? (laughs)
2: Well, I had to come to you guys with a touchdown prop. You know, I come with my receiving yards. I come with my rushing yards. Everybody wants to bet touchdowns. If it's not plus money, even or better, I'm not touching it as far as a touchdown score. But I got Jamar Chase at plus 105 to score this uh, on Sunday. Or you could probably still get it at even money. Two touchdowns in four games against Baltimore. Coming off a week one loss in the rain. Cleveland's pass rush tandem, probably the best in the league. Burrow never really gotten rhythm. It's their home opener. Very similar to the Buffalo situation. I like Coming off a loss, going to your home opener the following week, uh, I think Chase pulls down a touchdown, and we're getting at 105, nearly even money. So give me Chase with a tutty.
0: Ooh, like that. Is there a guy each and every year in the NFL that you find a guy who's who's been good to you and the prop keeps hitting and keeps hitting and you kind of stick with that guy for a while? I know it, it's season by season, but is that something that yeah. maybe you follow a trend or do you say, no, it's just each individual matchup and I'm not going to get locked into a certain player?
2: I mean, there definitely is. There's guys that you favor a little bit more than others. I think this year, for me, it's going to be Calvin Ridley. Week one, he was opened up at 57.5 receiving yards, hand for two units. This week, he opened up at 67.5 receiving yards. This is a guy who averaged 73 receiving yards per game as a starter before in Atlanta. And books really don't know how to handicap a guy coming off a year loss on a new team, and it's not injury-related. I'm going to be monitoring Calvin Ridley all season, um, and if it stays below that 72 and a half line, I'm going to be betting it regardless of matchup. So Rid- Ridley's a guy I think fits that mold. You just mentioned
1: mm. Bobby. I know you're a Rams fan and that's why I immediately tailed your bet on Tutu Atwell well last week. And what do you know? He had 119 receiving yards. What a play, but I see that you're not on him this week. Is it because they're facing the Niners?
2: It is, um, I mean, Seattle, it was a home opener. Obviously, divisional games are tough. Shanahan just eats McVay's lunch. I mean, I'll be realistic with you as a Rams fan. He owns McVay, at least in the regular season, not counting the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this San Francisco defense is very physical. Tutu Atwell probably going to get jammed at the line of scrimmage a lot. Um, he's he's going to see the targets. I don't know if he puts up another 100-yard performance. Puka Nakua would be the guy I, I keep an eye on. He's tough. He's physical. McVay trusts him as a rookie in this offense early, and so does Stafford. He was making a lot of uh, close-window throws to a rookie in his first game. I think that's only going to grow in Cup's absence. So Atwell, maybe not so much against the physical defense, but Puka Nakua, he's a guy we're going to be talking about at least until Cup comes back and maybe after that.
0: So what is the prognosis for your Rams this season? Is there any hope at all? Or are you just... You're
2: just taking L's like F
0: them picks. You got that ring
2: though. No, well, that, that's always a, that's always a mentality. You got your ring. I'm sure jets fans right now would take the ring yeah. and suffer a little bit more than normal. Um, uh, going into the season, I said, the Rams being in a weak NFC were the biggest boom or bust team in the NFL. I say that because head coach quarterback, star wide receiver, um, and, uh, and and Aaron Donald, you have, all pros at key positions and you're in a weak conference. Could you get to nine or ten wins if you stay healthy? Because that was the knock last year. The O line had the most offensive combinations in NFL history through 13 weeks. That's not a recipe for success for success. And then the injuries hit Stafford and Cup. I think they can get to eight to ten wins, and in the NFC, I think that's good enough for a wild card. Could this go south tomorrow? Stafford mm-hmm. gets hurt and uh now we're just playing the Caleb Williams game. Of course, that's certainly possible. I don't think McVay's throwing in the towel. I don't think Stafford is either, especially now that he signed the next the uh the Netflix deal for next season uh the quarterback show. Shout out to Jake Ellenbogen for for breaking that. Um I I think the Rams are boom or bust as a fan I'm going to lean boom. All
1: right, so a quick okay. one. We- Oh, a quick one. I wanted to get a little reaction from last night's game. Do you think moving yeah. forward the Vikings are going to be good for props? It was kind of surprising to me to see the numbers they put up against a pretty solid Eagles defense.
2: They, I mean, they were playing from behind. You, The Eagles were mm-hmm. sitting in pre I think, a lot in the second half, and that's really when they started to play catch-up. Uh, they're going to be fun. I, I don't know about Ale- Alexander Madison. That may not be fun, but – Um, Jordan Addison the rookie Justin Jefferson uh, TJ Hawkinson if they're playing from behind and they should be because their defense is god-awful they're gonna be a fun team to to bet prop wise if they're at that one in six one in seven mark at the middle of the season don't be shocked to see Kirk Cousins name being floated to the Jets I'll I'll throw that out there
0: I didn't think about that but that actually would make a lot of sense you can find him as prop analyst for PickWise, also host of the Prop Show on the Believe Network. Bobby Stanley Jr., also known as Prop Holiday. Bobby, great to hear from you, and great picks as well. Love these. Guys, always a pleasure. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday indeed. Can you imagine Kirk Cousins in a Jets uniform? If you're a Jets fan, obviously it'd be an upgrade. But imagine thinking you get Aaron Rodgers, and then midseason you look down on the field, you're like, hey, there's Kirk Cousins playing for us.
1: I mean, it's better than the quarterbacks they've had, like what they've had, Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, uh, Mike White. So it's not like they've had a parade of good quarterbacks. I think they would take Kirk Cousins.
2: They
0: would. I'm just saying compared to all of the excitement generated around Aaron Rodgers, it would just be like, okay, it's better, but not exactly what we hope for.